guys, what's up? Welcome to Mondays with Maybe. I am Jeannie May, and this is Maybe. So, we're gonna just dive right in today because, as you can see, I'm just like, you know, chilling. <laughs> I wanted to talk about something that's actually like real. Um, I wanted to talk about walking with God and and what we think it means versus what it actually means, right? So, I my dad was a minister. I grew up very heavy in the faith. You know, we had like that routine prayer that we said before we ate. We prayed before bedtime, prayed before trips, like just kind of like that routine, like typical Christian household type of type of life, right? And if anyone asked me, of course I was Christian, but I didn't really know what that meant. I just knew my dad was Christian and I was a big, big, big daddy's girl. Like he could do no, no wrong in my eyes ever. And so anytime someone asked me my, what my religion was, I, I always said I was Christian, even though I didn't really like actually know what it meant to be Christian. <laughs> I just knew like, you know, the idea of Christianity, the idea of Jesus Christ. And, and I liked that it was something my dad and I shared. It wasn't until I actually lost my dad when I realized that I wasn't a Christian. Um, I had this over sense of want. I wanted to please my dad. I wanted to do right by my dad. I needed to make him happy. So I prayed with him. I went to church with him. I volunteered at youth group with him. I mean, mind you, I was like little, little. And then um, I moved up here, up to Oregon. I'm from California originally. I moved up to Oregon when I was like eight, nine-ish. Like I was young. I don't even really remember to be honest. Um, but I moved up here when I was young and I ended up going into foster care and then I ended up getting adopted by a family um, who was also religious. And that family also prayed before meals. They also prayed before bed. They went to church. Easter and Christmas Eve, it wasn't really like a routine set basis that I grew up with. It was kind of more or less like the idea, like we had this, we want to be Christians because the, the world looks at us better when we're, when we're Christian, right? But really we didn't practice it. I mean, the family that adopted me were incredible people, but they drank, they yelled at each other, they cursed. I cursed, I drank in high school, like when my when I lost my dad, I just spiraled out of control. I did not turn to God. I did not turn to people that I thought loved me and cared for me. I turned to alcohol, and I found myself at 14 years old hiding, drinking alcohol, avoiding school, avoiding my friends, avoiding sports. I was in rodeo team. I played um, softball. I was in volleyball, track and field. I bombed all of those. I was a straight A student, so I never got attention from any of my teachers or principals, but I was known as the party girl. I had an attitude. I would fight anyone. I just was spiraling out of control and I didn't I didn't know what was wrong. I just knew I had this this pain in my heart and I could not explain it. I could not explain it and I just kept kept saying it's because I lost my dad. I'd lost my dad. You don't understand. You have both parents, right? Like I played the whole poor pity party me, everything for as long as I could. And then one day it just kind of dawned on me like, yeah, I lost my dad, but 
but am I doing anything now to make him proud? Like, he's still watching over me, right? I'm Christian. I believe in heaven and hell. I believe he went to heaven and that he still walks with me every day. Is he proud of me? Yeah, I'm doing great in school, but I'm drinking constantly. I'm not even old enough to drink, and I'm drinking. I'm fighting. Ran away from home. Like, all these different things um, that I wasn't even proud of. I was... I was not someone that I would ever be proud of um, for a long time. I was ashamed of myself, and I drowned my sorrows in alcohol. I gained a lot of weight. I was depressed. It wasn't until I tried to commit suicide when I realized that I had this emptiness in my heart, and it wasn't because of grief. It wasn't because I lost my dad. It was because... I didn't have that love that I needed. I didn't have that connection. And little did I know that I was searching for God. And it literally took me trying to commit suicide, failing to commit suicide, thank God, but trying to take my own life. And uh, my adoptive mom finding me and putting me in counseling for me to realize but I was missing God, and I, it was the weirdest thing, I was driving, I was 16, I was driving, and I passed the church that I now go to, Klamath Christian Center, and, um, and I just had this, like, drawing, like, this pull, so I pulled in the parking lot, and I got out of my car, and I just sat there, and, uh, and I just stared at the cross for hours, and then I heard this I literally, this is going to sound so crazy, but I literally heard this voice and it said, you're home. I just bawled like a baby. I just bawled like a baby. And, uh, it was in that moment that I realized that I didn't, I didn't choose God. God chose me. God chooses each and every one of us. Yes. It's human nature to be rebellious. It's human nature to want to do our own thing, to try to fix our own problems. But the reality is we can't. <laughs> you cannot fix your own problems. You might be able to fix the materialistic problems that you put yourself in 90% of the time. But when it comes down to it, when you have that aching in your heart, when you have that hole in your soul, hole in your soul, <laughs> when you have that hole in your soul and you can't figure out why, you need to turn to God. When you are so unhappy and you just, you don't know why, right? You have a job, you have a family, you have a car, you have a home, but you're still just so unhappy. You need to turn to God. If you are in that like robotic stage where you're just waking up, going to work, going to the gym, hanging out with friends, coming home, dealing with your spouse, whatever it may be. And you just wake up every single day just like, oh, let's do it again. You know, like like you're stuck. Turn to God because you're not stuck. You just have a hole. You have an aching for God. And he's the only one that can fix it. I know that sounds cliche and Christian, right? But it's true. So back to my dramatic breakdown. <laughs> when I... When I realized, like, I was home, you know, I had been searching for God, and he, he found me. He found me. I listened. I, 
I obeyed him and I and I went to the church, right? I'm sitting there and I'm literally crying, probably look like a psychopath in the, in the parking lot, just on my hands and knees, just crying. The pastor comes up to me. It's, mind you, like 8, 8.30 at night, okay? The pastor comes up to me. Doesn't say anything. He just sits next to me on the ground. And I just look at him and he kind of looks at me. And, and he put his arm around me. And he said, do you want to come inside? And I said, no, I don't. I said, okay. He gets up and he walks away. And then he comes back and he has like hot cocoa. And uh, he sits down. And I kind of looked at him and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, you're not alone. It's okay. And I just sat there crying. And then I finally opened up and talked. And to this day, I still go to that church. Your walk with God is defined by God. Your walk is not going to be the same as anyone else's walk. I, I'm a Christian. I like to think I'm a good Christian. <laughs> I go to church every Sunday. I still say grace, and it's like that routine type of grace with my son. But, I mean, he's six, and I'm trying to get him in the habit of, like, understanding. But, beside the point, um, I label myself a Christian. And I'm very proud of my faith. I've worked very hard to be where I'm at today. There's been times where it's just been a routine kind of habit, like, oh, I'm Christian, I have to do this. And then there's other times where I open my email or my DMs and I'm flooded with people just asking for for help to lean on me. And it just makes me feel so good that not only do I use prayer for literally everything, like I absolutely encourage if there is anything on your mind, your heart, anything, pray because the power of prayer is so incredible. It's healing. It's empowering. It's peaceful. Nothing is impossible with God. And again, I know that sounds so cliche because every Christian's like, oh, just pray, 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 pray. God will answer all your prayers, right? But 90% of the time, we don't know what to pray about, right? We're like, I just have this problem. Pray. Say, you know, God, like, I don't really know what's going on, man, but, like, my heart is so heavy, and I just I just pray for clarity. I just pray that you open my eyes up, you know, and he's going to, not in the way that you expect, but he's going to, and you just have to be willing to accept what he has to say to you, and 90% of the time, the problem is, is we don't want to accept it, right? Like, I, I prayed for strength, and then God gave me an opportunity to get strong and I was like I don't want that what <laughs> but that's the reality of it right is we ask for something and we wanted to receive it the easy route but we received it a harder route and we didn't want it anymore because it wasn't easy that's just how it is we're lazy plain and simple but when you are able to share your faith with others the whole reason I do this podcast is I'm not perfect look I'm a mess, okay? <laughs> no makeup, hair's just thrown up. Like, I'm I'm a mess. I mean, I have, I, okay, anyways. I'm a mess, all right? I'm a mess probably 90% of the time. Anyone that knows me knows I'm a mess. But I'm not afraid to stand for what I believe in. I'm not afraid to voice my opinion. Again, anyone that knows me can tell you that I am very outspoken. I don't let people walk all over me unless I'm emotional or I have feelings towards a situation, but I'm very strong and I'm very passionate about my faith and about Jesus and helping others. And when it comes down to 
sharing my faith. I will be the first person now when I have that urge to go talk to someone, I will go talk to them. I don't even care where the conversation leads me. I will just go talk to them because you have this like this pull. Like God will literally put something on your heart and pull you towards someone. Like I was on a plane, okay? I travel quite a bit for my job. I was on a plane and I did not want to talk to anyone. I was flying general gen pop and I just I just didn't want to talk to people, okay? I'm already crowded. I'm cranky. I had a layover. Like I just I was cranky, okay? And I'm looking at this <clears throat> this gentleman, this older gentleman. And my heart was like, you need to talk to him. He's hurting. And I was like, I'm not talking to him. <laughs> like I I had this argument with inside my head for at least half the flight. And then finally, he gets up to go use the restroom and he comes back and he sits down. And he's just sitting there. He's just staring. Same spot, whole flight, just staring. And I'm like, okay, all right, fine, I'll talk to him. So he's right across the aisle from me. And I turn towards him, like turn my whole body, just sit and turn towards him. I say, how are you doing? And he just looks at me and he said, honestly, I'm not doing good. I was like, would you like to talk about it? And he said, no, but I think I should. And we had a hour and a half long conversation about he just lost his wife and he was flying back home. He was on a business trip. He was he got the call while he was working. He was flying back home to to bury his wife. And I was just talking to him and I was like, holy cow. And at the end of the flight, we uh, deboard and I'm getting ready to go, you know, find my taxi or whatever. And he stops me. And he gives me this big hug and he said, you know what, I'm sorry if this is inappropriate, but I need a hug. And I'm just so grateful that you had the strength to talk to me and to share your love for Jesus Christ because my wife was very religious and I wasn't. And I found a lot of comfort in that. So thank you. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, just cry. I just want to cry right now thinking about it. But uh, don't cry, Jeannie. Don't be a baby. <laughs> but um just having that strength when God pulls you to do it, having that strength to share your faith, you never know what kind of an impact that you can make in someone's life. You need to be strong enough to say, you know what, God, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. Not like Carrie Underwood said, but like, Jesus, take the wheel. Okay. <laughs> take the wheel. Lead me where you want me to go. And let's do this. A lot of it is we're so afraid to be labeled Christian. We're so afraid for our friends to mock us and mimic us. And we're so afraid of serving God, right? Like the ideal knocking on doors and carrying a Bible everywhere you go and dressing completely modest and acting perfect. And no, that's not at all what it is. Being a Christian is being strong enough to have faith. Being a Christian is turning to God and being a Christian is not being afraid to say, I can't do it alone. We're not perfect. No one is perfect. So get that out of your brain, okay? No one is perfect. But God loves you. And you are beautifully and wonderfully made for like the 20,000th time. If you've watched my other podcasts, here you go again. <laughs> you are beautifully and wonderfully made. God chose you. You didn't choose him. He was just waiting for the right time to approach you. That's all I'm going to say because I'm, 
try not to cry. <laughs> but today, I just wanted to share like a little bit about my walk with God. I get so much judgment and I am so condemned for modeling. And for me, it's it's a way of art. It's It's a way to express myself and all the trials and tribulations I've gone through in life. That's why I'm covered in tattoos. My body is a canvas and every single one of my tattoos has a beautiful story behind it that's impacted my life, that's shaped my life one way or another. And modeling to me is the exact same thing. It's a way for you to express yourself. It's a way for a designer to express the emotion that they had when they designed those clothes through a beautiful man or woman. It's it's representing this beautiful art that you put into this this build, this SEMA vehicle, this pickup, this car, whatever it may be. It's a way to express all the work and hard work that you put into this vehicle. Again, through a beautiful man or woman, because let's be honest, 90% of the time when we're looking at advertisements, and for me, when there's like an attractive man in it, I pay more attention, maybe not to what they're selling, but to the the advertisement altogether. And in turn, I'm like, oh, that was a Dolce & Gabbana commercial because so-and-so was in it, you know? Like, that's why actresses and actors get paid the buku bucks is because for one, their appearance, for two, they're personable, and for three, they're relatable. Like, no one is perfect, you guys. We are all screw-ups in one way or another. Just be you. Be you. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. God chose you the, the way you are. Nothing is wrong with you, okay? So get that out of your head because you are perfect. Don't be shy. Share your faith. Share your love for Jesus Christ. It is so easy to share my love for Jesus Christ because I know he loves me. I don't care about Sally Joe or Billy Bob or their, what they think of me. I could give two craps less. When I am focused on God, nothing down here matters, you guys. And that is the realest thing I will ever say. When you are focused on pleasing God, when you are focused on living your life for God, nothing else will matter, okay? So screw the, the judgment, screw Sally Joe, screw Billy Bob. Like, who cares what they think about you? If you're like me, model, okay? Do what makes you happy. If you want to wear that bikini, but you're so afraid of your in-laws, whatever, heck with them, okay? Wear the bikini, who cares? If you wanna go to a bar and just have a drink because you've been working so hard, go have that drink. But there is a fine line, okay? There is a line of self-respect and self-worth in doing the godly thing. Yes, I model. Yes, I show skin. Yes, sometimes it gets interpreted wrong, but that's not the way I intend to present myself. Yes, sometimes we get clouded and we step over that line, but God always reels us back in, okay? So again, I'm gonna leave you for good this time, I promise. You're done hearing me, okay? That's it, that's all I gotta say. I love you guys. I hope you have an incredible week. It is Monday. Get out there, impact the world, make a difference. Show the world that beautiful personality that God gave you. And most importantly, walk with God. Walk with God. Do something every single day to walk with God. Walk closer to God. Earn more, like, relationship with God. Go to church. Pray. Practice prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Whatever you gotta do, okay? Just do it, all right? Love you guys. I hope you have a great day. 
make it your mission to make someone's day better and get out there and make a difference.